You know what I mean? All right, we're live. So let's just we're live right now. Yeah, that's what it says. So you can text your buddies. I'm, all right, what I'm gonna intro. Instagram. You say posting? Is that what you say? Oh God, there is a severe generational gap right there. Oh, you say posting? You don't say Instagram. Uh, yeah, nice little post. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little insta. You don't say it. we are. I'm Instagramming. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. You should start telling people that. All right, I'm gonna hit this thing now. All right. Choo choo, bitch. (laughs) Episode 305, Morning Skate. Guys, we have a good podcast for you. We're Um, live. Yeah, we are. We're live on everything. As Brownie said, we're we're posting, we're tweeting. I think I just. I think I'm doing something on Instagram right now. Oh, God. Brownie's just, he's off the rails. But welcome back. Episode 305. We have a lot to talk about. Some cool shit. shit Um, I don't know how to stop this, dude. I literally, (laughs) I have a square in the middle. Turn your phone off, dude. (laughs) I have a square in the middle with a a thing going around it while it's videoing us on the computer. What does that mean? I don't know. Is that a story? You need to, I don't know. All right, hold on. It just finished. Oh, look at I got it. I think I'm oh god okay guys well everybody thanks for tuning in episode 305 lot to talk about brownie how's it going buddy good i just i just shared that i'm good uh it's the holiday season and since the holiday season mealy if you're listening the official hockey podcast of the holiday season is back baby we're back yeah yeah we'll get to that noise later but we're yeah. back we are back actually let's get to that right now tonight we are brought to you live, live. by loud cup loud cup this is, quote, unofficially the world's loudest club, cup. The louder you blow, the more vibrant the noise. It comes in eight vibrant colors. Ked has the, what do you got there? Baby uh, blue. Yeah, baby blue. I have Huskies red. You can see right there, loud cup. Like Oh, yeah. Right there. Comes in eight vibrant colors. How it works, you fill it up, you drink it, you then blow, and celebrate. The uh, double wall insulation holds 20 ounces of your favorite bevy. And here's the nice thing. You can get your team or company logo on the cup itself, like above Mm. the loud cup, which is kind of cool. Great stock and stuffer, secret Santa gift, www.loudcup.com. And I would recommend hurrying up because I heard they are flying off the shelves. Yeah. And also, if you forget to do the customized thing, you can go to our website and hit store. I think it's still up there. And you guys can buy morning skate stickers. Like like That's two true. Yeah. So, put a sticker on there. Yeah. Check actually, I have out. a stack of those stickers. Pretty good. They're nice stickers. You should, you should just fucking hammer this cup with it. Decals? Is that what they are? Would you call yeah, them decals? A couple two tree decals. But all right, guys. Well, we're going to hop in. We have a lot to talk about. I want to give myself a quick pat on the back. And I, and I kind of committed to Brownie about this earlier. So as, I'm talking, you guys probably know that Brownie does a lot of work for the morning skate. He he puts his uh, doc together. He uh, he annoys annoys me enough until I get back on a podcast. I have to be better about that. But today I went in and I added some fucking stats. So I think it's going to be great uh, stats and great gives context. It gives yeah. updates. It's well appreciated. And that's what it is, buddy. I dig the puck out of our end. Give Ked the outlet. He dangles through a couple of guys up high, and then he yep. catches me backdoor coming down the off wing. Oh, I was going to say I scored and then just celebrated by myself. 
Oh, the Austin Matthews? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, for anybody tuning in right now that just followed us on Facebook, we have like a 1,000 new followers in the last month. So if any of you guys are new to the Morning Skate, thank you guys for checking us out. Keep tuning in. I uh, tried lighting a fire underneath the blogger's ass today. Maybe get Oh, wait till we get blog. to my zeros. Wait till we get to my zeros, buddy. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's just hop into it. We got some Mia Culpas, uh, and let's just do it. Hi. This is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skate's Mia Culpas with Kat and Brownie. All right, here we are. Jonathan Huberdeau, who we talked about. He has another seven years remaining after this season, at the end of the season, at 10.5 AAV. He has a no-movement clause for the next five, and then a no-trade clause kicks in for the last two seasons. He'll be 37 when the deal expires, and my recommendation to any NHL or listening, find out who his fucking agent is. Yeah, so here here's the thing about this, and this is a stat that I kind of, you know, brought up so calgary has 103 games played 19 goals 51 assists 70 points and minus nine i probably could have done a little bit more stats with this but it just kind of shows that you, you have a guy who's not even a point per game and he's making 10 and a half mil for the next seven years i don't really know what they're gonna do i don't it, if they were to trade him i doubt it'd be this year they're definitely gonna have to take back some salary on that but a lot of salary he just looks defeated there was that clip of him earlier on the bench where he just looked like extremely sad boy hours i don't know if you've that you've ever done that on the bench i have where you're just like nothing's going your way hockey's supposed to be your outlet and you just hate everything um i hope i hope he fucking you know finds his groove we'll see but do you think he, there's a chance here i mean he he uh, produced a, player, a lot but, in florida, but there's a lot of rumors out there about him and his issues that he had in florida so i don't allegedly. know if that's called him to calgary allegedly yeah. right um you were talking about on the bench and stuff i will say this when I used to be a lot more like serious or better, I guess, at beer league when I was younger, as as my decline has gone, uh, I had a buddy who we played D as my D partner, my buddy CP. Shout out Patterson. Um, the it was it had to be perfect for the game for you to feel happy about it, right? It it, it had to be the team won. You contributed in some way, either offensively or you had a great job defensively. Right. And the team had to play a great game. Like everybody had to be skating hard. Otherwise, I'd be so annoyed if all three of those factors weren't hit. And I'm sure there are pros that deal with the same thing, you know, or look yeah. at it the same way. No, I, I get that. I, we'll see what happens in Calgary. But I mean, not a great start at the very least no. for that guy. Um, uh, up next, Bruce Boudreaux was the head coach for Freddie Anderson's three years in Anaheim. So he must have said, he must have been the uh, coach that said Freddie was the best goalie in the league. So I might have another mea culpa, dude, because I tried searching Coach Freddie Anderson, best goalie in the league, couldn't find it anywhere. I might have just made that up. It might oh, have felt good well, in that moment. But... Listen, Bruce Boudreau, if there's one coach or former coach in the NHL that doesn't care about mea culpas, it would be Bruce Boudreau. That's fair. He seems like a, a good guy. Uh, Jack Campbell, uh, goalie Jack Campbell, has another three years remaining on his deal at $5 million AAV with a modified no-trade clause. He'll be 34 when the deal expires, and if you want to. Yeah, so I, I kind of went through the doc a couple days ago, so some of this might not be completely up to date in terms of like within but that's the, the morning skate difference right there. Yes, but last seven games, uh, three and four, three point two eight goals against eight ninety three. He did have three wins in his last four starts and an imperfect performance. Campbell stopped thirty one of thirty five shots the other night against the Condors, uh, and it follows up a thirty nine save effort against the Henderson Silver Knights on the 29th and a thirty save shutout against the same squad a week prior. So it looks like he's kind of you know starting to work it out. Or is Jack Campbell one of those guys? You know how in baseball they say a guy's like a four A player, like he's too good for AAA, but he's not good enough for Major League Baseball. Could we yeah. 
could Jack Campbell be that guy for the NHL? He's in between the A and the N. Somebody literally just said that about Capo Caco the other night. Yeah. A 4A player, which I thought was hilarious because I never heard that before. So, oh, you never heard that? No, maybe it's a, well, it's a generational thing. Uh, (laughs) uh, On 32 Thoughts, they're clearly reading your blogs because they had a whole uh, recent episode. They had a whole section on uh, Panarin shaving his head, and that may be at work for Caco. So, they're definitely listening. said that too. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying that. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Look at that. Um, Remember, we talked about the Tampa Bay wide receiver, Mike Evans. He actually hit it with like, uh, what do they got? Four games left. He, for the 10th time in his 10 year career, he eclipsed 1,000 receiving yards. No one has ever done that in NFL history. Shout out Mike Evans Pretty with Baker Mayfield throwing the ball this year. Hey. And then this friends location thing, I did some research, my own research. Having friends locations on your phone is a generational thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for May Copas, buddy. All right, not too bad. All right, let's kind of get into it. The bread and butter of the NHL in the news. All right, here we go. I'm just going to blow this in between every segment. Nothing wrong with that. And again, guys, it's loud cop. Uh, Milan Lucic appeared in court after allegedly choking his wife the Friday, uh, the week before Thanksgiving. Lucic, who was reportedly drunk at the time, has taken a leave of absence from the team. Per local news, Lucic's wife called 911 and told Boston police her husband attacked and choked her. After being arrested, the wife said that uh, he didn't choke her despite disputing her own 911 call, but that he grabbed her by the hair, yanked her back, and told her she wasn't going anywhere. After being unable to locate his phone, accusing his wife of hiding it. Per the responding officers, Lucic said he had no idea why the officers were at his home and was supposedly still drinking. Upon inspection of the home, officers found a broken lamp in the bedroom. Belucic went with the officers uh, without pushback. This is a sobering reminder that back in 2011, police were uh, were called to Lucic's Boston home in another domestic disturbance, but no charges were filed. That was the incident when Lucic inquired of the police, do you know who I am? That's always a bad look. Um, After his court appearance, Lucic pled not guilty. He was released on his own recognizance and is not allowed to consume any alcohol or or any uh, further abuse of his wife per the court. I mean, that's no-brainer uh, i've never heard that that was so bizarre to me yeah he's been on ltir since october 21st and is scheduled in court january 19th subsequently it was announced that lucic entered the nhl nhlpa assistant program the charge was assault and battery on a family member in massachusetts carries up to two and a half years and a five thousand dollar fine per first event this is i have some things to say brutal. about the nhl and the nhlpa which we'll get to later on another story uh, about the assistance program, but uh, fuck him if this is true. It's fair. Yeah, simple as that. I mean, yeah, innocent until proven guilty, but yeah. <laughs> it's and a tough, tough luck, dude. There's some, there's, uh, there's some people that are in the know in the local area here that I know that have said that due to the teams being the team being so close and tight, this had a big part in their three game skid. It makes no. sense. I mean, it's just it's pretty brutal to see. I remember when the Bruins signed him in the offseason. It was like, holy fuck, he's going back to Boston. Hopefully he can, you know, find that Boston Bruins type game. He only no. played, I think, four games with you before yeah, he got Yeah. And then this happened. So I if if he's guilty, he's never gonna play in the NHL again. I think if he's not guilty, I think there's a good chance he doesn't play again. No, that's fair too. Yeah, because of the stigma of it. Yeah. All right, continue, sir. Um, Adam Johnson tribute. The Nottingham Panthers pay tribute to Johnson to, during a recent game. Uh, the players took the ice in Johnson's number 47 sweater and gathered both teams at center ice during a tribute, a video tribute. The team has retired his number and, and the fans sang in tribute. 
That's one Nick, thing I do love about England sports is the way they all sing, you know, in the stands and stuff, like for soccer. Yeah, Nick Benino and I think Blake Wheeler are both trying out the neck guards. Anybody on the Bruins? Uh, yeah. Laco had one on. Someone else had one on. Maybe Patras. I don't remember. But yeah, a few guys do. More Claude Giroux had one on tonight in the Ottawa Actually, game. Claude Giroux's looked pretty cool. It was different. I don't know what brand Claude Giroux, it was. like, yeah. Well, Claude, Claude Giroux, Giroux is pretty like fucking a, cool. You know. He looked like a World Junior Canada player. Like, <laughs> I don't. There's no. I don't know how else to describe. That I love in his game tonight. How he. I mean, we'll talk about the Rangers game later. But he tried that wrap around two times. Thought that was great. Well, it worked once. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, the Suns took the ice for the warmups in the game in Minnesota and Stockholm, and there were no pucks present for them to work with. The team skated laps and stretched until pucks were located for the squad. I'd be having like PTSD of bag skates. It's like, <laughs> oh god, I don't want. To do yeah, this. exactly, exactly. It's just a funny little like hiccup. Like, I mean, for for this multi billion dollar company that the NHL is, it's still like like the fanatic stuff and stuff like this. It's like, dude, seriously. Yeah, no. the fanatic thing. I saw the other day somebody uh somebody got an Adam Fox jersey and instead of just saying Fox, it said Adam Fox. Yeah, it said Adam Fox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tough fucking luck, dude. Yeah. Yeah, speaking um, of a tough fucking look. Continue. Well, before I even do it, I mean, pucks are the only way you look cool in warm-ups. Like, you can't just skate around and not do anything. Yeah, Everybody yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, I meant tough look the next story, the Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders set a new attendance record low at the UBS Arena with 13,527 in attendance. That's what happens when you lose seven straight going back to November 1st. It's probably not seven straight at this point. I didn't update it. Uh, you, you can read more about the Islanders' woes on the morning skate where Anthony breaks it all down. I mean, this is the junior varsity team of hockey in New York, just like the Mets, just like the Jets, just like the Nets. Is that I mean, how it works? Is it Mets, Jets, Nets, Islanders? Yeah, that's the J- that's the JV team. And no, no, but team. I mean, is that the fan base cross? I think so for for the most part. Yeah, there might like be Yankees, Rangers, Giants. Yeah, Knicks. Yeah, and Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Islanders. I, <laughs> I don't know. I see Lane Lambert's his uh, names in the news about getting fired. It's just it's a mm. rough one for them. Not yeah. good. Uh, the Kalamazoo Wings recently played a game against the Toledo Walleyes where the Wings forgot their jerseys and had to uh, play in borrowed practice jerseys from the Walleyes. The Walleyes got the 4-2 win. Um, this is crazy, and this would only happen. So this is, but you expect this in the ECHL, right? I mean, you should It's professional hockey. No, <laughs> I understand, but it's not a surprise, like, forgetting pucks at the NHL level. It's I, a think, much this, more I think the fucking jersey dude, whoever was supposed to bring the jerseys, you fire him after that. So – Years ago, there's an island off of the Massachusetts coast called Cuddyhunk, right? And we, I was in a fishing tournament out there years ago where you, uh, you had to go out. You had, you couldn't leave before like 4 a.m. and you had to weigh in all your fish at like 7 a.m. It's the Masters Classic. It's a great tournament. It's like five days or whatever. <laughs> Masters, dude. All right. Hell yeah. Well, you you get you get points per pound of species. So you do you have- remember? Do you remember that one story that you had with the two dudes who were who uh, loaded all their fish with like? Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking metal beads and shit. True story. I didn't make yeah, it up. It happens. So, and that wasn't even the masters, dude. Right, right. So we were uh that's freshwater, dude. That's fishing on a toilet bowl. So we were out there and uh in the morning before we took off, uh their boat next to us at the dock was this ridiculous like 45-foot center console of like three outboard motors, like you know, triple 250s, just a sick fucking boat. Tesla and, boat while you're in like yeah. a 70 like station wagon. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So me and my buddy who I went fishing with, we're up on the front of our boat and we're getting high before we go out, right? 
So the mate on the other boat is like, hey, you guys smoking? We're like, yeah, man, come on over. So the kid came over. We blazed up with him. He goes over, does his thing. They leave. We leave. He left like cases of oil sitting on the dock. Forgot him because he was high. Two of the engines seized and they had to be towed back in. That oh. kid got fired and flown home. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like this equipment guy. It's probably a similar thing. Like the guy you was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. plays similar thing. You think he was getting stoned before the bus trip? I think he probably drove the equipment bus and he was like, Let me just blaze one for this ride or take a gummy. That's wild. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, Alex Newhook, he'll miss the next 10 to 12 weeks with a high ankle sprain. They always say yes, ankle sprain's worse than an ankle break. I was just thinking that same thing. More. Yeah. Um, in 23 games played, he has seven goals, six assists. He's averaging 16 minutes on 16 minutes, 34 time on ice. Pretty big. Uh, I mean, it's obviously not a point per game, like almost half a point per game, but like you need those guys in your lineup in 10 oh, to yeah. 12 weeks. No I struggle. think he's a good player. I like New Hooks game. Yeah, he's he's definitely not bad. So hopefully he gets better soon. Uh, the Leafs place defenseman uh, Jonathan Klingberg on LTIR retroactively from 11-11, make a wish. Uh, in 14 games played, uh, no goals, five assists. He's a minus seven. He was playing 20 minutes of ice. I uh, I saw something. It's a hip injury. Some people say he might never be able to play again. Yeah, he might again. never play again, yeah. Like, Which is unfortunate. You know? Is this all new, though? Because, like, I don't ever remember him being, like, hurt a lot. So or you think he he's, was? like, he got there as, like, damaged goods? I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty big injury, no? I would think so. It might be – Um. it might be – yeah, I don't know. Hips are messed up because there are some guys that never come back from him. And then, like, look at Marshawn. He had the double. So, oh, look at Marshawn. Look at Marshawn. Hey, I'm just saying. At least I didn't talk about the other guy. I don't the other to... guy? I'm not saying yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, right now. I, yeah, let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> um, Milwaukee Admirals Luke Prokop became the first openly gay player to appear in an AHL game. 21 year old was the 73rd pick in Nashville in the 2020 draft. So, hey, good on him. Good on him. Uh, the Rangers on November 16th, 1926, Clarence yep. Tappy Abel made his NHL debut with the Rangers. He is one of the first known Native American players in league history. He won the cup in 1928 with the Rangers and again in 1934 with the Blackhawks. Good on him. Good on him. And good on the Rangers for breaking that barrier. At least we're not signing Mitch Miller, you know. Uh, some some original six teams have to have class. Uh, speaking of class, Adam Fox has announced a partnership with Brooklyn Bagel and Coffee Company, which includes an interview-style show called Bagels and Fox and a menu item called The Foxy. Fox commented, as a Jewish kid from Long Island, a bagel partnership is something I'm extremely excited about. Um, he returned to the lineup. Again, this is a last games but he had three games played four assists uh 13 games played total 15 points i think he had another assist tonight he had one, at least one that i watched i missed the first period but i saw i said i wish that he said as a jewish kid from new york that would have made me feel a little bit better than saying oh, from Long Island. Long Island. that's a dash one yeah but new york would have been better <laughs> all right fair optic enough. um but nice to have him back in the lineup well i'm gonna talk all rangers in a little i bit know i saw the sheet uh <laughs> Former Ranger Brendan Smith suspended two games for a two-hand around Philadelphia Flyers. Travis Konechny. It was Konechny's cross-check that instigated the slash, and Konechny got a five thousand dollars fine. Uh, he fought. Oh yeah, and then earlier Smitty he fought Connor Clifton in retribution for a hit earlier in the year on Nico Heischer. This was an insane slash. Like yeah, that was, was uh, that was around. a guy who showed up to beer league buckled and angry, and was like, "I'm going out to hurt somebody." I'm surprised that slash did not start. A shit ton of violence. Brendan Smith it. can still chuck him. That's why he can. Well, I uh, I don't know if that's what he. Who did he? He fucking bloodied up. Oh, he fought Anders Lee the other day, and he fucking that's right. him up. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm just reading like farm boy strong, I would imagine, too. Yeah, he just strikes me as that guy. Yeah, said, I, I don't know if he played football in Notre Dame or they said he could have played football in Notre Dame. But he was like Mr. Football from wherever state he probably graduated Minnesota, high school from. Oh, uh, maybe Michigan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but I was talking to Fibora Rex about Brendan Smith and Devils. I forgot Brendan Smith was still in the league, to be honest with you. Well, Devils fans are starting to turn on him like the Rangers fans did. And it's one of those things, guys. Enjoy the good moments and the bad moments. You just have to, you know, they're going to come. You know, he's going to cough up the puck two or three times a game. That's going to give grade A scoring chances. But he will fight Anders Lee. He will fight Tom Wilson. He will injure himself occasionally. And what's um, he's got to be 10 years older than Connor Clifton, at least. Yeah. And he brought the spider or the Superman punch back, the Spider Man punch, lay <laughs> off the weed, uh, the <laughs> Superman punch back. So, i uh, love to see that. Um, <clears throat> more New Jersey Devils. Dougie Hamilton was placed on long-term injury reserve after tearing his left pectoral muscle. He had five goals and 11 assists on the year. So they called up Simon Nemec. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the second overall pick from 2022 to join Luke Hughes, who was the fourth overall pick in 2021. Nemec had two assists in his debut. Luke Hughes has uh, 22 games played, three goals, 11 assists. Got some good young defense in there. Kind of remind you a little bit of the Sabres with power. He also, he also got fucking lit up by uh, Garnet Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah, dude. And I listen, if you want to complain about that hit, if you're one of those people that want to complain about that hit, blame the ref because mm-hmm. they should have blown the whistle on the icing. There was no 100%. whistle. You play through the whistle. 100%. Um, I put that on our YouTube channel. If you guys are listening to good, us, yeah. head over to our YouTube channel. I think we're up to over 300 subscribers there, so... Chipping away at it, man. Chip, chip, chip away. Yep. Uh, Patrick Liney was a healthy scratch for a game against Philadelphia in a 5-2 loss. He signed for this year and two more at 8.7 mil. The day after, Liney commented, the health bomb over my career. It's probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, in his last five games, he has two goals and assists. You want to talk about oh, so in, the, man, in the last you week. Roll your eyes. In the last week, I watched the Bruins play the Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay? And I hate watched Austin Matthews float around and not back check and score two goals because he's just not getting in any traffic. He's learning from Tavares. Did you see Tavares the other night on Martian's game winner? He gave up on the back check. Yeah, fucking brutal. So I watched that and I was rightfully, I felt justified. And if you see my blog, fuck the Leafs, it got a lot of traction. I tried putting it in Leafs Reddit, but they they caught that pretty quick. Um, (laughs) But then the Columbus Blue Jackets came to town after spanking the Bruins five to two like a week ago. And I watched Line A play, and I was never a big Line A guy because in Winnipeg, he used to take shifts off all the time, which drove me crazy because Bufflin was there and Blake Wheeler and Shifley, guys that really gave a shit. You know, Truba, I think him and Truba probably overlapped in Winnipeg. But anyways, Line A was busting his ass on the back check all night, played a whole 200-foot game. I think he had over 18 minutes of total ice. So like I said to you when we were talking earlier the other day, Right now, you give me the choice between Liney and Matthews, I'm taking Liney. That's insane to me, but, you know, to each their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that, you know, you were going to say that. So it's kind of where <laughs> we're at on that one. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Sam Gerard entered the NHL NHLPA assistance program to deal with his mental health and wants to address his anxiety and depression that has gone untreated too long and led to alcohol abuse. So this is what I was going to talk about. So Scott Darling was on a What Chaos Chaos podcast, which I don't I don't know it. I mm-hmm. just saw the clip on they put out on Instagram. And Scott Darling, who's been in the NHLPA assistance program, 
said that the NHLPA, this assistance program, are run by fucking monsters. That was his exact quote. He was on there. He's like, get help, but don't do it this way officially. And I guess there's like the stigma that we would think that is gone. Like we talk about mental health and how positive everything is at the league and some teams HQ. Uh, that stigma still exists. And Darling was like given a warning to young players. It was a pretty strong statement from him. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah. I think he said just to go do it yourself. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On your own. Keep it quiet. So um, take that for kinda, whatever it's worth, you know? Yeah. It's kind of sad, right? Yeah. Like, very sad. You would hope that you want to have to do that, but here we are. Um, <clears throat> Vancouver acquired defenseman Nikita uh, Zadorov from Calgary for a fifth round pick in 2024 and a third round pick in 2025. Carries a $3.5 million cap hit for the season and then as a UFA. Leafs were trying to trade for him mm-hmm. and Hannah, but they couldn't get money to work in terms of. Because they have money. no money because they pay three guys 30 fucking million dollars a year. Yeah. And I read some something somewhere. I don't know if it was real, but he said that uh, I forget what number he wears, but like that's the only number he will wear. So I don't know. I'm going to have to. What number is he? I, I dude, honestly, I do not give a shit. So I, I don't know, but well, you can't say that and not say what well, number he is. Well, I don't really care about Nikita's. I mean, he's not I, a ranger. I, or I agree with you, but the fact that he was like, oh, I'm not going, yeah, but it might not even have been a real number. I'm it curious. Might been a, it might not even have been a real report. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I think I saw that, but allegedly, big allegedly next to that one. Um, and Vancouver wasn't done. They traded Anthony Bavillier to Chicago for a fifth-round pick in 2024. He has two goals, six assists, and 22 games played this uh, this season. Uh, he's has scored 18 goals four times. He scored 21 goals once. I think putting him with Berard, especially or Bedard, especially after uh, they lost Perry, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, it's a good ad- addition for that club. So we'll see how that yep. goes. I uh, finish Olympian Sonny. Hakala. Hakala. I, I think it's Hakala, I think. Um, she was injured in a recent Swedish hockey league game when she collided with the goalpost. The 26-year-old captain of her team has been paralyzed from the chest down with reduced function in her arms and hands. Uh, she won two bronze Olympic medals and was a member of four world championships, winning two, two bronze and one silver. In a statement, she talked about dealing with not only the loss of hockey in her life, but the possibility that she may spend the rest of her days in a wheelchair. In true warrior mentality, she ended the statement with, the situation obviously sucks, but I'm not scared to take it on. Best wishes, and hopefully the situation improves for her. This was a really shitty thing. You could tell like she was in serious trouble almost immediately, yeah. and everybody yeah. skated over to her. Um, but I like her. I like the way she's like, yeah. It's It sucks. It at, totally that sucks, yeah. Uh, so, hey, I looked up Sidorov. He wears 91. So would he not go to the Leafs because Tavares wears 91? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, if so, fuck him. I mean, that's just so He stupid. must have just started wearing 91 because if he was on the Flames, Kadri definitely wears 91. Yeah. So yeah. he must have changed his number. So all bark, no bite. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Here we go. Corey Perry was scratched versus the Blue Jackets in a 7-3 loss. It was not present at the practice the next day. The Hawks said it was an organizational decision, and in the days that followed, put him on unconditional waivers with the intent to release him for conduct unbecoming. The internet went wild with rumors about Perry and Connor Bernard's mom. As more news started to trickle out, including a statement from Perry, it seems as if a drunken night in Nashville involved the Chicago Blackhawks staffer. This is all uh, allegedly. Nothing's been confirmed. I have an alleged thing that that definitely happened, and I know it's who it's with. I'll talk to you all camera uh, but it's a hundred percent and it's pretty fucking crazy and i don't know if it's ever actually going to come out what's horrible is that uh connor Bedard had to do a press conference basically saying oh yeah the winnipeg jets Perry didn't bang my mom but when winnipeg jets media person asked him that and then the owner of the jets went up to Bedard and apologized for that question coming in good on the owner that owner um, of the jets seems like a really good dude yeah but like you want to know what dude like 
some people might say it's a piece of shit thing to ask the kid, but that put it to bed. Like, no, I, I don't think, know why the Blackhawks didn't do this the fucking first day. Like, they well, just the Blackhawks, like, listen, the Blackhawks are fucking yeah, morons, right? That's, We've established that's a long established thing. Um, but I think that the reporter did the right thing by asking. Mm-hmm. And I think the Jets owner did the right thing by apologizing. I think that yeah. was correct all around. And I think Bedar did the right thing by addressing it and putting it to rest. I mean, how and much? Shout out to Cronin for his blog about uh, <laughs> a con- uh, Blackhawks sex scandal that was consensual. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> Bedard. I mean, he's handled everything really well. Can you imagine how much pressure that kid has? And he's yeah, just um, Taylor Hall's done for the year after undergoing knee surgery. That sucks. I mean, it would have been kind of nice to watch him play with somebody who was decent. He was playing pretty but- well, too. Maybe the Bavillier thing will happen. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck played in his 1,000th game before Thanksgiving. The well in Ontario native has put up a stat line of 138 goals, 142 assists for 280 points. Not updated, but yeah. 684 pims and add another 12 goals, 8 assists for 20 points in 78 playoff games for the Wild and Islanders. He's a part of the Welland Five that came into the league around the same time. That's Matt Ellis, Dan, Danny Paye, Dan Girardi, and Paul Bissonnet. Um, Clutterbuck is a fucking nail gun, dude. I would have wanted him on my team Probably not now, but definitely earlier in his career. He was, he was in my top 100 of all time that I picked. Love Clutter, love Clutterbuck. Top 100 of all He's time. My you're list. insane, dude. It's my list. Oh, my God. If okay. you're interested, you can go find it on uh, Morning Skate. It's uh, search Brownies 100, and you'll have my list. Um, Showtime's back in Detroit. Patrick yep. came to the Detroit Red Wings one year, 2.75 mil. One of the biggest factors for Kane was a chance to play with Debrinket again. I think Emily Kaplan said that he was really interested in going back to the Rangers, but the Rangers obviously kind of fit with the cap room yep. and like their current situation. I thought there was a chance when Capo got hurt, which we'll get into in a little bit. Capo yep. got fucked up. I don't know when he's even going to come back. You think uh, they're going to go LTIR and bring maybe in this opens the door? Um, Kane and Debrinket, they were they obviously played uh, with the Blackhawks from 2017 to 2022. A little stat for you. While teammates in Chicago, Debrinket recorded two seasons with over 75 points, and Kane averaged over 85 points per season. So I forget oh, the kid who was wearing 88 for Detroit, but he was like Daniel Sprong. Oh, was a Sprong. He was like, he's the best American player of all time. Yeah, 88 is. I'm no, sure Kane probably hooked him up. Oh, I'm sure Kane probably hooked him up. But I will say this. Did you see the Panarin interview? Yeah, but he's like, we're not friends anymore. He's like, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, it was great. It was funny. Yeah, you know? Panarin's a fucking man, dude. Yeah. Uh, speaking of who's the fucking man, of the, man. The, yeah. the NHL fucking poster boy, dude. Yeah, Kale McCarr, is. bro. Yeah. Became the fastest defenseman. His fault. You can't blame him for that. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> fastest defenseman in NHL history to reach 200 assists, 254 games played. McCarr unseats Vancouver, Quinn Hughes. He had it in 263 games as a fastest of 200 assists. Brian Leach was the third fastest, 264. I tried looking at that box, and he's not even like close to those numbers, which pissed me off. But <laughs> Norris, okay, if McAvoy was close, he would have been on the list too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Minnesota Wild, they're cleaning house. The Wildfire had head coach Dean Evison and assistant Bob Woods and put John Hines behind the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, they've won a few games, so hopefully that kind of so – There's always that bounce back when you get a new coach. Everybody's like, oh, shit, we just cost two guys their jobs. Right. Uh Ryan Harmon was suspended two games for tripping Alex to bring it. Whatever. Now, when we talk about the NHL not getting out of their own way, this story is a perfect example. Yeah, so Mark Andre Fleury was told he wasn't allowed to wear a helmet with a design honoring his wife's Indigenous heritage on Indigenous Heritage Night. The mask was designed by Cole Red Horse Taylor of the Prairie Island Indian community and featured a design to honor Fleury's wife and a quote from his father in the name of his kids. The NHL said it would find Fleury in the wild if he wore the mask in warm-ups. Well, doesn't Fleury, you know, he's going to do what Fleury does. He's going to wear it. Uh, he, there was no fine or punishment. Um, and one, well, actually let's just kind of get into this. This is just so fucking stupid. I saw a lot of people 
Like I, I posted something on Instagram. A lot of people are like, well, you know, the uniform, like, dude, goalies have been able to paint their fucking mask for forever. This isn't exactly yeah, like no, he's no. putting a patch on his Jersey or something like that. No. Like, uh, I, I kind of get what the NHL is trying to do just because of how much pushback and like drama there was surrounding pride night last year where they just want to cut everything out. But, and, and I almost respect the fact that they are entirely sticking to their guns. Like it, it isn't a good look. None of this is a good look, no. but it's not like they're switching up for anything. So, like they're, just, they're, they're an asshole, but they're an asshole the entire time. Like, you so, know what I mean? Like they're not like flippy the floppy. They're just, they are just consistently a fucking asshole. Who was the player from the flyers that caused the stir about pride night last year? He doesn't play for the flyers anymore. Uh, Provorov. Was it pro? Oh, it was Provorov. When he played, when they, when the Bruins played, when he played at the Bruins, it was the Pride Night. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, what I saw, it wasn't Heatley. I don't remember who it was. It was a former player had a Twitter, a tweet, uh, and said something along the lines of, the easiest way to fix this is pick one night when all teams play and let the players wear whatever the fuck they want during warm-ups and be done with it. You don't have to. But you have, you know how the NFL does the cleats for my so car. NHL, the NHL doesn't want to do that because if people don't do anything, they're they are going to be the ones that are singled out. That's the well, that's the only reason they're doing this. Like no, but but if they say they want to protect their players, but not everybody does the cleats things for the NFL. Not everybody does it. You know the media, bro. Like if everybody's wearing Pride Night stuff and Anthony D'Angelo U.S. military jersey, no, that's not what I'm saying. Get ruined. It could be a Pride Night. It could be a Hispanic Heritage jersey. It could be military appreciation. You can go out there with your favorite beer league team. You can wear whatever the fuck you want for warmups one night. Uh, you know what? And it'd be one night and I won't have to deal with it for the rest of the year. So I'm, I think it's I'm, worth a try, right? I don't think you could probably do jerseys, but you could probably figure something out. No. Oh. They would never agree to that. Um, the PWHL is kicking off their inaugural season on January 1st with New York at Minnesota. Friend of the podcast, Chloe Ward, will be on the ice for the New York. Yep. Um, and the entire league will be in Utica, New York right now for a five-day evaluation camp. That will feature they are literally playing right now. Three days of scrimmages along with off-ice meetings ahead of the final roster cutdowns. I mean, that's not even that far from here. So, dude, it's an hour and a half. I already looked. So, this is crazy. Uh, they're playing right now, scrimmages today. I think they had I think they had three. All teams mm-hmm. played. Tell me what Tell me what channel is on. It's not on TV anywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't want to get off on this huge tangent, but I'm gonna. The um the women's frozen four is not being promoted at all. But the men's is. So this was on all day. The NHL network could have put this on the NHL network. Yeah. What how, there's only so many times that you can watch like I don't know, Rick Jennerette calls from fucking the early 2000s. Like, I, only so many times you can see RJ Umberger get buried yeah, by Brian Campbell. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. The best um, women players in the world are at Utica, New York, playing right this fucking minute, and you can't watch. Yeah. Um, hockey difference. NHL is progressing in talks to host the NHL draft in Vegas at the Sphere. I think they are. It's been announced it is happening at the Sphere. Pretty cool. Your boy, Jimmy, Do- Jimmy D. Oh, my God. Your boy. How's Wait, who's Jimmy D? J- James Dolan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sphere yeah. is his thing. That is my boy. Uh, who, per who deputy commissioner right? Jimmy Dean. The I, no, I thought you're. I thought you're bringing up the NHLPA guy for some reason. Oh, oh, sorry. No, that's um, Marty Walsh. Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, the NHL is looking to have an international tournament in February 2025 and then wants to return to the 2026 Olympics and stage a World Cup that follows two years afterwards. I have two bad things about this. I have a third. Go ahead. Uh, the World Cup. It's U.S., Canada, Sweden, Finland. So you're you're not going to have Malkin, Panarin, Kucherov, 
Chesterkin, Drysaitel, here, Zuccarello, yeah, Pasternak. Yeah. Like you're not gonna have any of no, those. No, Pasternak will be there for playing for who? He's Czech. It's U.S., Canada, Sweden, and Finland. Oh, that's all they're allowing. Yeah. Did they have to earn their way in an in international play? Is I that don't right? know. I don't they know. may that might be a thing where they have to earn their way the teams by international. That's the fucking thing I saw. And yeah. then today. Uh, 2026 Olympics. They haven't even started making the rink yet. That was the thing I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> because there's there's some type of uh language in the collective bargaining agreement that it it left a huge amount of wiggle room in terms of because I was reading uh some reporter today. There's there's huge amount of wiggle room in the NHL CBA with the NHL PA that the PA just kind of let slide where it's like we can back out if it's not and it's very like murky it's not like hey we're going and they should have basically addressed it at the time and they just kind of let it slide so yeah it's fucking stupid um yeah. the league announced that the all-star player draft is back for this year four captains will choose their team with a celebrity co-captain if you and think- I'm guessing celebrity is there's a lot of fucking quotes on that. Have you seen the NHL awards who they get for celebrities? It's like, I love Nickelback, dude. I don't know why you're chirping Nickelback right now, but uh, I'm not talking about Nickelback. I'm talking yeah. about the celebrities they have doing the stuff there. They're not, they're like, I don't know. What do you say? C and D list celebrities. You can get bigger people. Did, uh, wasn't Phil Kessel picked last one, a car. Yeah, he won a car, and then they yeah, and then they stopped it because it was Phil in like an oversized suit, and everybody felt bad for him. <laughs> um, All Star news: the uh, PWHL will be at the NHL All Star Weekend. Will face off Thursday, February first at Scotia Bank in a three on three showcase. That hopefully will be on TV. Um, Alex Ovechkin thinks that he and Sidney Crosby are getting the Rodney Dangerfield treatment. Uh, we saved the league. Now the new guys come in and we're old news, but we saved the league. It's up to those guys to come and prove me wrong that we're not the best. We saved the NHL. And I'm going to translate that from Russian to English. <laughs> what he means is my team stinks and I'm a very one-dimensional player now and Sid can still play 200 feet and I'm a pissy pants poo-poo boy. A lot, dude. In 1,368 games played, Ovechkin has 827 goals, 672 assists for 1,499 points, 300 power play goals. Crosby in 1,213 games played, 564 goals, 963 assists, 1,527 points. Uh, both won Cubs. Crosby won three. Ovechkin won one. He's right, though. Because, like, yeah. if you look at the league right now, it, it'd probably be what? McDavid and McCarr? Those are, like, the two. And Bedard, they would, and the Hughes brothers, they promote a shitload about them. And, like, it's still pretty early, but, like, okay, here's one for you. I think everybody probably thinks that Connor McDavid's offense is probably a little bit better than Sidney Crosby. I think a lot of people would argue that McDavid's a better player. Crosby, in my opinion, did more for the game than McDavid did. Or has. And I think you could say that Crosby did more than o- Ovechkin did. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying Crosby and Ovechkin, like I'm looking at those two players, and it might just be because I grew up with them and like oh. McDavid and um, McCarr are still early. And like I didn't really grow up with Crosby and Ovechkin. I grew up with like, I don't know, like Leach and fucking mm-hmm. Korea and those guys. But like for, you know, my teenage years into, you know, early 20s, like those were the guys. Well, it's like Brady Manning, right, for the NFL. Right, but I it's going to be hard for two players, I think, to come in and have the same type of Impact. thing. And, I don't, and it, that might be from a Rangers fan, too, because Pittsburgh, Washington, we saw a lot of those guys. Yeah. Like I, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves are still great players, but like, and people say that Patrick Kane's probably the best American to ever play, and they were playing in Chicago, but to me, they don't even sniff Ovechkin and Crosby. 
No, I agree with that. I think if you had, like, let's say the Western Conference final the next five years, let's say three of them featured the Oilers and Colorado Avalanche, then that maybe that narrative shifts. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I th- And I think maybe the game needed Ovechkin and Crosby more then than the game needs McDavid and McCarr now. Well, I also think the fact that Ovechkin and Crosby didn't have the greatest friendship, I think, added to that. Yeah. Think- oh, and they were like rivals, right? Like they played yeah. all the time and shit. Mm. That could definitely be it. And I also think like I'm saying this, what if McDavid and McCarr were on Washington and Pittsburgh? Like Bigger I think, markets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I maybe I am sure if you're listening to this and you're in Canada, you probably think I'm a fucking idiot just because yeah, McDavid I'm sure. is so fucking big up there. But like down here, I don't think he has the same, you know, um I don't know. Doesn't have the same jam. No, impact. I get it. Yeah. Um, the EIHL legendary footballer uh, Peter Cech made his pro hockey debut for the Belfast Giants at the age of 41. The Czech soccer goalie played for Chelsea and Arsenal and has been referred to as the greatest football goalie in history. Per reports, Cech has always loved hockey and wanted to give it a go. Dude, I didn't. I saw this story and I didn't realize how big a deal this guy is until I did like a little, like the bare minimum of research. Mm-hmm. He, it's like if Lundquist was like, you know what? I always liked baseball. I'm gonna go play for the Toledo mud hens or whatever. That's basically what it's like. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty it's like Michael Jordan going to play baseball. Okay. But hockey to soccer. Yeah. Or soccer to hockey. Um, Pittsburgh. We had two goalie goals. Uh, yeah, Alex Nadelkovich. I always mm-hmm. fucked that up as a young yeah. netminder scored a goal against Providence in the AHL before getting the call up to shut out the, um, uh, Golden Knights. Not to be outdone by him, Tristan Jari put home the first goalie goal in Penguins history when he scored against Tampa to put the Pens ahead for to get the win in front of a stunned Tampa Bay Lightning crowd. Two goalie goals in a week. Which was great was I saw two things. One, I saw they had all the stats of Jari's goal versus um, Omar's goal. Like the height, the distance, the speed, like side by side. It was a pretty cool little video. And then, what's that? Launch angle. Yeah, all that stuff. And then to see Sidney Crosby be like, yeah, that was really cool. Cause he had never been on the ice for a goalie goal. Yeah. And he, he you could see like the Sid, the kid, you know what I mean? It was, it yeah. was cool to see him get excited over that. It's, it's funny how as Sidney Crosby gets older, I like him more and more. Same, Cause he doesn't whine anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of wine, I watched the Rangers play the Red Wings. Oh, I thought you were going into the McDavid. I'm like, wait, McDavid doesn't want. No, just I. Never mind. The Rangers played the Red Wings and the Senators the last couple games, and those are the two biggest crybaby baby back bitch franchise. And that maybe not the Senators. Did I tell you, Tim Stutzel? That fucking kid is the worst. The The trip he got, the trip he got to put the Rangers on the five on three tonight was the most blatant trip ever, and he cried the whole way to the box. And I didn't notice it, but he does this. I've seen him do this play in the Bruins. He'll take a dumb penalty, and then for, like, the next three shift, he's the biggest fucking rat behind the play. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He's a fucking asshole. And then the Red Wings. I was surprised how bad the Red Wings were. Every time Dylan Larkin, you go by your leader, and Dylan Larkin's been, he's had that knock on him through his career. Sorry, man. It's not even him. It's like Lucas Raymond and like those fucking. They they follow Larkin, you know? Yeah. Um, Edmonton, Connor McDavid collected his ninth career five point game in passive Genny Malkin for most five point games among the active players, 26 years old. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, You do the next one, I'm going to sneeze. You can't do that. Casper Gilberg. Was suspended from a Swedish hockey league until 
New Year's Eve 2024 after he checked a referee into the boards and broke the guy's arm. Gilberg, who plays for HC Vita Hostin, is 6'5", 227, and is a repeat offender as he was suspended nine games earlier this season for an illegal flying elbow to the head. The 22-year-old led the league in PIMS with 66 this season after totaling 124 PIMS in 33 games last year, along with a six-week suspension. So this guy's, guy's just out there running around like the federal league. Fucking yeah. psycho, dude. Put him yeah. in the head. Yeah. Oh, dude, on Instagram, I forget the guy's name. He he did like the um the Ice Warriors thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where like the, it was like a fighting UFC yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. I don't know if he won it or not, but he plays in the Fed on Danbury. And he has like all these videos where he's mic'd up and he goes out and he just beats the shit out of these guys in the Fed, which is like hilarious because the Fed is such like a, a rat joke of a league. Yeah, yeah. Like if you play division three and like you're going around and you're telling girls like, hey, I'm gonna play in the Fed, I'm gonna be a pro hockey player. And because you get paid like 50 bucks a week, but not, it costs not, more not a lie. Not a lie. Yeah, but it costs more money to like get yeah, your know, car to the rank than you're getting. So, paid. hey, have you ever had to pay a goalie to play beer league? Uh, I don't think so. Like you're desperate, so you like here in Mass, they have a Mass Skaters <laughs> website where you can always find games, and you put out the signal like the bats in, like, "Hey, we need a goalie last minute. Help us, free beer and twenty bucks." So that's technically a professional goalie. That's kind of you got paid. <laughs> but anyway, so so this kid, like, he puts out these videos where he's mic'd up and like he'll score a goal, and like, dude, he just he beats the fuck out of people. So he just, got, he just got suspended 18 games for fucking hurting somebody in the Fed. This league. So every once in a while, if we have nothing posted on Instagram, like I'll go through my camera roll on my phone and I'll just find like old videos that I think might be good or whatever. Yeah. I found this one video of another dude in the Fed where they won the puck back, um, neutral zone face off, not at center ice, like towards like one of the benches, won the puck back, went D to D and the dude <laughs> fucking defenseman takes the puck and just rips a slap shot into the bench. The other team's <laughs> And all hell breaks loose. Like, that's the Fed. This league is fucking crazy. It's – I saw that hit, and I saw it was the Fed. I was like, of course, like another <laughs> fucking 18-game suspension. Then it turned out to be the kid who just beats the shit out of everybody. Yeah, it's like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Um, That guy is dialed the fuck in, and he loves hockey. So, <laughs> <laughs> good on you, dude. Uh, Tamo Solani and Brett Hull have roles playing themselves in a new movie called Minor Leaguer. The film is a comedy, and both former NHLers have an on-screen feud that drives the plot. It's, it looks pretty funny. No, it looked pretty funny. I mean, it looks super cheesy, like uh, after school type special quality. But the clips I saw of Hull and Solani were pretty funny. Yeah, but I bet it's like one of those movies where they don't swear. And if they do, it's like butthead. It's like well, it's also I might have seen the only funny clips in that video in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, the one who got away. No, not Ryan Lindgren. Ken Dryden was drafted 14th overall by Boston in the 1964 amateur draft. Days later, Boston traded Dryden along with Alex Campbell to Montreal for Paul Reed and Guy or Guy Allen. Yeah. Uh, Dryden was told by his agent that he had been drafted by Montreal and didn't find out until the mid-1970s that he had been taken by the Bruins. Wow. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah, that one's a kick on the nuts. A little bit. Yeah. Um, The most points in an NHL season by 36-year-old Wayne Gretzky, 97, Tim Mussolini, 94, John Rattel, 94, Ovechkin, 90, Sackick, 87, Messier, 84, um, Crosby's 36. He has 25 points in 23 games played. He's on pace for 90 points a season. I saw another one of these where it was a 38 year old player, and Joe Pavelski's going to end up being like the number yeah. one or number two. Well, what's was crazy about this is Crosby is on pace for, like they said, the 90 points there, which is going to make him for every year of his career over a point a game. He's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, un 
he's the best. Like you, like we've said many a time, he's the best third line grinder in the history of the hockey. It's insane because that's that's his mentality and that's how he plays. He did have a shift the other night in overtime where somebody tweeted out and was like, this is an inexcusable shift by Crosby. And then it's the only shift I've ever seen Sidney Crosby take where he wasn't on. And he oh, was really? like, super lazy with the puck. Like, he must have been so fucking tired. He must have been dude. gassed, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you you should have looked up the, the time on ice that game because he probably had like 28 minutes or something. Yeah, ridiculous. probably. Yeah. Um, and they always say Sid ends up turning on towards the end of the, the year, cranking up for the playoffs. Yeah, too. So. yeah, he does that. He's smart. He manages his body. Right. You know what? Another funny thing about Sid, my buddy from Patterson, I talked about earlier, is a big Pittsburgh guy. So Crosby picks a I don't know if we've ever if I ever told you this, but Crosby picks a baseball hat at the beginning of every season and he won't change it. Like he at goes, the rank? he goes to the pro shop. He picks out, you know, they have like 35 styles of hat. He picks out a baseball hat and he wears it. Every post game, you watch his hats. If he's not wearing like a winter hat, but you watch his baseball hat by like spring, it's got all the sweat marks and everything. Right, we should do, we should do we should do that next year. We should get morning what? skate baseball hats and wear them, and every year change our hat. So we wear the same. Well, it's cold in the basement for me, so I sometimes wear a winter hat. Suck it up, dude. Well, I could put a winter hat over the baseball hat. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, we'll do that. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Dump and change. Fire it up. Good NHL news, dude. 50 minutes in. I'm fucking cooling right now. That was good. All right. Dump and change. I want to make sure this is on camera. Loud cup. Loud cup. Loudcup.com. Loudcup.com. So the Utah Jazz spoiled. Did you see this? They spoiled the Kraken Winter Classic jerseys. Did you see this at all? Oh, I didn't see this. This was nuts. A bunch of the Jazz players entered the arena wearing what can only, at the time, only be assumed are the Classic jerseys for the Kraken. Seattle plays Vegas at T-Mobile Park January 1st. And then the NHL had to come out and be like, yeah, those are our jerseys. Again, the NHL just stepping on their dick every moment. Um, The Oakland A's have joined their longtime football neighbors and have relocated to Las Vegas to welcome the team. The sphere lit up as a giant baseball with the A's uh, logo on the sides, which was a pretty cool. I wonder how many accidents that thing has caused. You know what I mean? I wonder, could they sue James Dolan and MSG for it? I don't know. Uh, Lewiston, Maine, just 17 days after that shooting, um, claimed the lives of 18 innocent people. The boys soccer team won the state title. That's one of those things like sports. I mean, sports. Yeah. And the Bruins had them and honored them at a recent game, which was kind of cool. Um, LeBron James became the first in NBA history to reach 39,000 career points and also passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most minutes played. Still a majority guy over LeBron. Uh, there was another pot of orcas. This is like an orca podcast, dude. Dude, I love orcas. (laughs) So another part of orcas disabled a catamaran in the Straits of Gibraltar and proved that the uh, humans need to go back to the drawing board. The crew had plans to play a Spotify playlist that was called Metal for Orcas to Deter the Whales. It didn't work, and the pod uh, made quick work of the boat's rudder and sank the boat. I wonder if the orcas got, like, hyped 
Like if you had a great playlist for warmups. <laughs> Dude, hold on. Like, hold on. Is this like a thing known by like sailors that there's a Spotify playlist called this? Or do you think that somebody was in no, no. like the, the like guys the on this catamaran created this playlist? Oh, I thought that they like went on Spotify and searched no. for this because I was like, how no. high was the dude in the middle of the thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, they, maybe. Hey, well, dude, there's the probably guy. a fucking playlist for this. Exactly. I'm sure, well, I'm sure the guy who came up with this idea was fairly high, but like there were bands. I didn't know a single band or song on the playlist. It was all like Nash metal, fucking scream your head off. Awful. Yeah. Uh, hey, Will Ferrell, if you're listening, you big giant douche, pay attention. Uh, Eminem's daughter Haley got crowned homecoming queen for her school, and her dad watched a video feed from an empty classroom to not take away attention from his daughter on the night. He also was a part of this new Fortnite like game that came out. I don't know, I know nothing about Fortnite, but essentially, there was an Eminem like concert in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it happened a couple days ago. I wonder how much I, I gotta, like Eminem's got some stuff that I'm not. Like, I think he could be a little bit of a punk, maybe, but I think he'd be cool to hang out with. You think the real Slim Shady might be a little bit of a punk? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, well, I think he's matured, you know. Uh, German surfer Sebastian Stutner has set a Guinness World Record for riding the largest wave ever at 115 feet off the coast of Portugal. And my daughter, when we watched the video, she literally had her mouth hanging open and she looked at me and went like this. She goes, like she couldn't fathom it. I brought her outside to, to show her how high versus the house 115 feet were. Yeah, it was it's sick. pretty crazy. I fell down a, a tsunami video um, the other day on YouTube, just like searching mm -hmm. like videos of tsunamis. They're not as like crazy as I thought they'd be. No, these giant wave surfers are crazier videos than the tsunami videos. I mean, it's still pretty fucking crazy oh. the whole tsunami thing. But I thought it was like 115 waves like crashing on a city. And no, no, no. Uh, how soft are you, NBA? In a game on Thanksgiving Eve between the San Antonio Spurs and the LA Clippers, Spurs coach, head coach Greg Greg Popovich, grabbed the mic from the scorers' table and asked the Spurs fan fans in attendance to stop booing Ka Kawhi Leonard. I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, Is that not I, the softest thing you've ever heard? I don't even want to talk about it. Fair. Uh, dock workers at Swedish ports are refusing to offload Teslas from ships. The clean clues aren't. Uh, doing any cleaning of Tesla showrooms and mechanics are not fixing any Tesla charging stations to protest Elon Musk being anti-union. Gotta, gotta pay the people, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and this last one is awesome. Texas A&M sent out a kickoff team in a recent game full of walk-ons uh, versus Abilene Christian. They were up like 31 to 10 when they did this. The Aggies uh, walk-ons recovered the kick and the entire team was going crazy on the sideline. 11 wait yeah there's 11 people on a football field right yeah 11 rudy's dude just yeah basically was there 11 yeah i think so yeah yeah because isn't it the 12th man yeah exactly yeah so there's 11 walk-ons and they just went and these kids Sports. were out of their minds yeah Sports. Sports. <laughs> there you go. So that's um, it for a dump of change all right so let's kind of i have some rangers talk for you, Hold on. 18... you. don't they do uh what's the chant for the rangers oh if, if some people think it's goal and some people think it's whoa I it's like it a, it's like a thing. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Sorry. 18, five and one. They got their 3000th franchise win. they lost tonight to the senators. I turned it off for like three minutes left because they weren't coming back. I watched um, it the whole way, hoping for a big bench clear. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Barkley Goudreau got hurt tonight, but yeah, what happened? I missed the first period. He got a puck to the face. Oh, he'll be back. And it must, yeah, but it must have been bad. Normally a puck to the face, you come back. 
So no, makes me if, a you lost teeth, you might, if you lost teeth, you might not have. And he could have been a hockey player. You keep fucking playing. He could have been a concussion. He has too much of a clean haircut. So maybe maybe that. Maybe he, he could maybe be holding out for him. the concussion. They held those guys out. So they lost tonight, but they beat the Sharks six to five. They beat the Predators four to three. They came back from two goals. Beat the Red Wings three to two. They lost the Sabres five to one. And they, uh, I mean, they just bullied the Bruins seven to four. They beat the Philadelphia Flyers How three long to one. That? And we haven't podcasted in a while. Oh, that's fair. Um, Hedl has been out since November 2nd with a concussion. Capo Caco uh, hurt his knee against Buffalo really, really bad. Uh, I thought it was going to be out for the year. They said that he might not be. But in, only, uh, in 20 games played, he only has two goals and an assist. The Rangers, the club, Johnny Brodzinski. Normally when the Rangers do this, they call somebody up and they kind of stick him on the fourth line. Well, Laviolette had him up on the first line. In three, well, now four games played, he has five games played. He has four assists so far. Um, Laviolette, I think uh, this is what Johnny Brodzinski said. I think this is the first time in my career, really, that coaches are trusting me right away and putting me in a position to succeed. I think that's the most beneficial thing I've had so far. Good for him. Isn't that Laviolette's thing? He's good with young guys. He just has a little trouble with the X and O's. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think because right. Brodzinski's a little bit older and Lafreniere is kind of fucking crushing it right now. Okay. But uh, Peter Laviolette on this, I think trying to put people in positions where they can be successful, that would be a spot for him to come up and show what he can do on the power play. That's the type of situation, the type of line, then it's up to him. It's up to the people to make most of the opportunities. I don't have like the most updated quote, but essentially what he said is he was, he's been crushing the NHL. He has a good leadership. He has good skills. He likes getting pucks to the net. He, he was all about Brodzinski. So, um, and of course, I have all these fucking stats that aren't updated because <laughs> the fucking game tonight. Yeah. But one thing, Trocheck's leading the league in uh, faceoff percentage right now. The Rangers are first in the league in faceoffs. Um, sixty-four percent for Trocheck, fifty-five percent for Zibanejad, fifty-three percent for Benino, fifty-eight percent for Gaudreau. It's it's something that's been really really you know fun to watch. Lafreniere is almost a point per game ever since Trocheck's became his center. Trocheck's, I mean, dude. He only had four goals when Heedle got hurt, and now he's almost at a point-per-game clip since then. Uh, Panarin is just out of this world, just dancing on the ice right now. Zabinajad still gliding, gliding, gliding. Kreider's getting his points on the power play. Fox is back. Um, I was really pumped about this, but now all the stats are kind of outdated, so it kind of pisses me off. But 10th uh, in the league in penalty kill, 84.2%. Third in the league in the power play at 30%. Uh, sixth in the league in save percentage, 91.82, and they were sixth in block shots with 406. Uh, prospects update Brett Berard, uh, fifth round, 134th overall, 20 games played, five goals, seven assists for 12 points. Brennan Offman, 16th overall, 20 games played, eight goals, nine assists for 17 points. He had an overtime winner and a teddy bear toss goal in his last three games. He has five goals and an assist. So nice. I showed my daughter a clip of a teddy bear toss. She'd never seen it. She thought it was the greatest thing. I now I want to go. Like Did you do something with your mic? Because your mic sounds a little different right now. I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, but it just, I don't know. It sounds different. And then uh, Gabe Perot, 23rd overall pick. He's in Boston College right now. 16 games played, four goals, 19 assists for 23 points. He's tied fourth in NCAA. Um, yeah, and then he, he scored the other night, and he went by the, like, the opposing team's fan and hit him with a can you hear me celebration. And then Jonathan Quick notches 60th career shutout. So Rangers – Obviously, the loss tonight definitely sucked. It was one of those where it just kind of blew, but it's where we're at for them. Yeah, I will say tonight's game, they were fat. It was a very uh, high, at least the second and third period, very fast pace, which I think Ottawa pushes the puck and they push the pace. That's the way they play. 
And I will say tonight, this is the first time it's happened watching Brady is that he really reminded me of his dad. The way he positions himself and protects the puck by like sticking his ass out. He's just such a beast out there. Yeah. Hey, Brown, Brownie, if you get a chance, I would look at your mic settings and make sure that you're connected to your mics. I don't know if you are right now. Huh. Can you not hear me? No, I can hear you. It just sounds very different. Oh, all right. Hold on. That's morning, morning skate difference right now. We're just we're crushing the game. What is this uh, thing called again? Uh, snowball, I think. Snowball. Hold on. I'm gonna unplug and replug. How's now? You're back. All right. All yeah, right. for some uh, reason it's whatever this fucking computer, but whatever. <laughs> I got, I got, it was a work in progress down here. You did All right, so your Boston Bruins, uh, 17, 4, and 3, and atop the Atlantic with 37 points, tied with the New York Rangers in the East, uh, seven point lead over Florida and eight over Detroit. Uh, they're tied with Vegas for the NHL lead with a plus 22 goal differential. You guys are a plus 20 in New York. Uh, JVR has 16 points to 23 games at 1 million AAV. That's more points than Tarasenko, Huberdeau, Gaudreau, Domi. Colton Ross, P.L. Dubois, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Alice Kalorn, who are all with new clubs at more AAV. Uh, Zeno Chara, you ready for this one? This fucking guy won an Emmy for his Nesson documentary, Chara at 100. And then he entered his first half Ironman this weekend in Daytona, and he won his division. Talk about built different. Jesus, this guy. He has um, no options, dude. No, none. You know, he used to train in the summer. He would do do the the Tour de France on his bike. He would do the route to train for fun. Yeah. I'll tell you, if I pile that under something, I would never want to do and never will do. Yeah, same. Uh, the Bees won three straight before this little mini break they had. They host Buffalo on Thursday night. They got some practices in as they only had one practice in the previous 10 days and uh, previous two weeks, and it showed. Um Jim Montgomery's been juggling the lines a bit. He's got Coyle with Marchand and Heinen and DeBrusque with Zaka and Pasternak. It's a little more balanced, I think. Uh, the third line is uh, Freddie with uh, Patras and JVR. Actually, you know what's funny about JVR? In your mind, think of James Van Reems like skating. Not good. Can you? No. Every image of him in my mind is him within five feet of the net doing something. Yeah, it's and when I see him skate, I'm like, oh, he's not that bad of a skater. I mean, who yeah. might have fucking say right? But it's just funny. <laughs> um, uh, Morgan Geeky's last two games have stood out. He's played a 200 foot game. He actually is. Hal's gonna fucking hate this statement. Morgan Geeky may be uh, up offensive upgrade over Thomas Noshik. Okay. Yep. I mean, that's a low bar, but anyways, he played, they put him at center one game and he's just been great. And uh, Patras has been drawing a penalty every single game. Like the big, big, bad Ryan Reeves running his mouth. All he did was board Patras, the youngest, smallest guy on the Bruins roster. I saw a tweet today, um, the Canadian like world junior team or some shit, and he's not on the roster. So Montgomery Patras must isn't? Been, yeah, so Montgomery must have been no, no on that. Yeah, you know what's funny is so when they went to play the Maple Leafs at the Scotiabank last, I think it was last Saturday night. Um, one year ago today, or one year ago this weekend, Patrick was at the game in the stands with his dad, and now a year later he's playing on the ice, which is a pretty That's cool pretty little crazy. thing. Yeah, uh, and both goalies look fucking dialed, and they're really pushing each other. It's really it's something to see. It's really good. That's your that's your Bruins. Uh, Northeastern. Oh, should we blow for Northeastern? I got the red. 
Uh, loudcup.com. So Jules Constantinople has been named the Hockey East Defender of the Month. Uh, Gwyneth Phillips was named the goaltender of the week two in a row by uh, Hockey East. She is currently at 1.22 goals against, a save percentage of 9.49 with four shutouts. And Ali Lalonde has been named Rookie of the Week by Hockey East last week. This kid, the dangles on this kid is crazy how good she is. Sick last uh, the Huskies go uh, to break on a three-game win streak uh, with – podcast guest Skylar Irving, which will be coming out this weekend. Uh, she got the overtime game-winning goal versus PC, and uh, per her dad, I get the honorary assist on it, he said, for giving her the uh, morning skate glow-up. Awesome, from, awesome. from his mouth, man. So shout so. out to Skylar Irving, because she likes all of her shit on Instagram. I love. Oh, does she? That. Nice. She does. Um, you mentioned it's going to be out later this week. If you guys don't want to wait that long, head over to our YouTube oh, channel. Oh, I forgot. We have yeah, if you program. if you want, you could hop on our YouTube channel and subscribe, and you'll get that shit fresh from the director's cut, the straight dope. <laughs> oh geez, um, did I well, see this Katie? This is not the NCA double. Did I see Katie Noll score a goal the other night? She scored a goal, the game winner. She did like she didn't do the monkey off her back, but she was pretty close to doing it. Yeah. Love to Listen, Katie's been fucking kicking ass. I, I, she, the goals haven't come, but she's so focused on being the 3F high and her defensive responsibilities. But when they go out there, so the top line right now is Irving at center with Katie and Taze Thompson, another friend of the podcast. The three of them is the top line. And the way that all three of them skate, you talk, you, there's more to leadership than points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're setting the tone with hard shifts and extra effort and the hard back checks and all three of them. I mean, they all do it, but so don't worry about the points. The points will come. Just keep playing the way you're playing. All right. My advice. Do you have any beer league? Not. I haven't played. I have uh, been too busy with work and sicknesses. All right. So let's just hop into Heroes and Zeros. All right. Oh, here's the zeros. Do <laughs> you want to go first? Or you want me to? Um, I can go first. Here are the week. It's Christmas tree season, Christmas smell season. Nice. Got the tree up. Oh, right. you got it up. Yep, got the tree up, which is always good to, good to have. Can I ask you how much – is this bad to ask? How much that tree costs you? So this is a fake tree. I do fake trees. Once oh. I buy a house, I'll, I'll get a real tree, but this is a fake tree. And I don't so, know how much it was because I moved to Nashville. My mom got me this for Christmas, so I could have Oh, nice. Tree. That's a great Christmas gift. We, great got, so we do real trees, and we go to the same place, and they've been creeping up. And I understand COVID. Everybody took a hit, right? So the trees jumped up to like 80, 90 bucks because they were short supply. We pulled up there the other day, and I looked at the trees. They were 175 fucking dollars. It's insane, dude. And I, I looked at, I looked at my wife and I went, what? And then in some were 180. There were some that were 200. And I originally thought the one was a dollar sign. I'm like, oh, 75 bucks. And I'm like, am I reading this right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, we're not getting them here. My mom, I mean, she's gotten older. Um, it sucks like dealing with like messes and shit. So she went out and she got like a $300 fake one that looks mm -hmm. fucking legit. So she doesn't have to worry about that anymore. In two years, it's paid off. Light a candle and spray it with that stuff. It'll smell like a real. She has, she has it. Fuck. She has like these like little um, 
pine like i don't know they're specifically for christmas trees that you hang up like deep into the christmas tree that make it smell like a christmas tree so we were up in we were up in maine and my daughter at some store found these like little pillow that's like filled with uh, it's like this big and it's filled with like i don't know what like pine needles or something it smells like a christmas tree Mm -hmm. and she was walking around the store holding it to her nose while we were doing stuff and she's just like so when she wasn't looking, I, I bought it for her. It's going to be a stocking stuff. It'll be pretty funny. Fair yeah. enough. So that's my hero. My zero of the week. I work night shift now and I finally got back to a sleeping schedule, but there was about a week and a half where I was going with like two hours of sleep a night. And it was the worst thing. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Fucking, it's tough, but picking up a ton of OT, paying right. off the bills. Things right. are very good. So, All right. So I have two heroes, two zeros. My first hero is Shaquille Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts. He was cut on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. The three-time All-Pro from South Carolina stayed positive by continuing to donate turkeys to homeless shelters and people needing assistance, as he's done for a number of years. Uh, Later that same day is when he went out and did it. When he asked, he goes, when I found out today, I was heartbroken. Now, just seeing the smiles on fans' faces, they're bringing bringing joy to me i i'm remiss that i should have checked to see if he got picked up because i'm sure he did good player I'll, I'll look it up that's a that's a really cool thing to do yeah and then there's another thing talk about companies that don't need to do stuff lyft has a new program that will pick you up and take you to a job interview for free and if you get hired they will give you up to three weeks of free rides until you get your first paycheck he signed a one-year deal with the eagles that's the team good. That oh good for him now now i'm pulling for the eagles in the mm-hmm. nfc so, um, now, cool for Lyft, by the way. This is like a really good yeah. thing, you know? yeah. Especially because I was reading something the, the about the hurdles of people like trying to find a job and drag themselves out of like a bad situation. You need to have money for clothes, you need to have money for daycare. I mean, there's so many things that you don't think about. So, That's good true. on Lyft. Like, again, they didn't have to do that. So I was talking to you earlier, um, I think off camera, about how I've been listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he brought on Dana White, who runs the UFC. Yep. And he was talking about how he just did a partnership with Bud Light. And, and if you're listening, you're living under a rock. There's a lot of uh, controversy with Bud Light and like the whole, I just saw yeah, Peyton Manning Bud Light commercial. Yeah, it was like a whole thing with like people being pissed off about like all sorts of stupid shit. And what Dana White had to say is I th- essentially that you're dumb if you don't support Bud Light because they offer, I forget how many jobs to Americans. Yeah. If there's like something really, really shitty that happens, they close down their factory and they make it just for water. Don't that you remember when they did that for New Orleans? They bought yeah. all the water. Yeah. So he said that their values line with his values. And I'm not a Bud Light drinker. But like I thought it was fucking. I thought yeah, I don't cool. particularly like Bud Light, but I don't have a problem. And then like he talked about how like uh, Theo Vaughn, they he had a podcast with I think his name's Robert Kennedy Jr. or something like that. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah. Well, Peloton came out and was like, "You need to take down this episode." And Dana White's like, "Who the fuck are they to tell you what you can and can't do?" And on that very moment, Dana White talked to one of his guys and he's like, "Do we have Pelotons in UFC gyms?" And like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Not anymore." And he got rid of all the Peloton bikes, which is his right. Much as I, I thought it was cool right. that he's he's sticking up. He's like, "Who the fuck are they to tell me what I can and can't do?" But, I thought that was cool. But Peloton also has the right to pull their sponsorship. Everyone has yeah, that right. But so. I think I think that that went far worse for Peloton than it did for Theo Vaughn and Dana. Peloton's Peloton's mismanaged everything. They're in a lot of trouble financially, anyways. Um, all right, so I have two zeros. One is me. Because oh I still don't know how to do fucking laundry, apparently. Because uh, I have this super nice. Dude, like, I even know how to do laundry. No, I know how to do laundry, but I have this super nice, like wool, like hoodie sweater. This thing cuts the wind. It's like the best, like post hockey parking lot hoodie. Put in the it's, dryer. I must have, because I went to put it on, and I was like, 
All right. It fits my wife perfectly. <laughs> She's so happy. She's so happy. Yeah. And she goes, did you put this in the dryer? I'm like, apparently. And uh, she's like, well, thank you. And I'm like, well, count it as a Christmas gift. So yeah, well, she should get you one for Christmas. It sounds like you meant a lot to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then my other zero, before you posted your Trocheck thing and before Disco posted his uh, the Capitals getting curb stomped by the Coyotes, there are if you on the homepage of our blog has 10 blocks. Cronin had one. Call him Preston out. had one. Call him out. I don't remember who else had one, but I had fucking six. Okay. All right. Well, no. I had a couple in there. I had a Truba one. Like I, I, I don't know, one. but I think that's older. I don't know the 10 that were on there. At one point, I looked at it in the last few days and I had six out of the 10. Listen. Sounds like we got to get Ken to come up with a, do you want to write for the morning skate? And at this point, I don't care if we have more than one writer for each team. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Whoever writes, writes. Yeah, it's uh, it, it doesn't take long to do a fucking blog. Like mm -hmm. Jenks, I'm going to specifically go at Jenkins. Jenkins, are you still out in the oil rigs for two weeks at a time? You can write some fucking blogs yeah, between man. pulling your pud, buddy. Fink did say he was going to take a step back. No, I'm, I didn't say Fink, but okay. there's a lot of other writers. I think yeah. uh, Richie had one up too. Shout out Richie. Richie so, did well on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's another thing. So I, I, if you're posting, our, if you're one of our bloggers and you're posting in Facebook groups, make sure they get fucking posted. Because I copped on to the fact that there's like three Bruins groups that don't post my stuff. So I'm leaving the fucking group because what the fuck do I care with these knuckle dragon fucking morons? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, Guess dude. When the Luchik news came out, you wouldn't believe how many people. I'm getting fucking DMs for the paragraph I wrote saying like, fuck you. You don't know the story. He's innocent. His wife's making it up. Like, oh, do you know? Yeah. It's crazy, dude. So I'm sure anyway. there were some people who read your blogs and enjoyed it too. So if you're listening to yeah, the podcast, yeah, make yeah. sure they are good. They are good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's what our heroes and zeros is. And now we're just going to do our three stars. All right, three, three stars. stars. Uh, you, you texted me. The three stars of the week is top three players whose jerseys you want for Christmas, not from our teams, and three current and three retired people. So, now, what I did is if they ever even played for the Bruins, I took them off my list. So that well, took I, off. I, I, have, I have two on my list that played for the Rangers, and only one of them I like. The other one I just picked him because he's like really the only one on the team that I care well, about. Well, that's why Iginla is not on my list. Because he played for the Bruins. All right, so three present jerseys. My third is the Canucks black jersey, JT Miller. Oh, that's a good one. I think that'd be kind of a sick jersey to wear. Uh, they should make those jerseys full-time. Those black jerseys are sick. Get a, Like the old Pavel Burry, Trevor Linden jerseys. Yeah, that's a good one. So my number three, Sid. Wow. Yeah, what, my number what, three is Crosby. Oh, I'm not into jerseys like that. Just give me the fucking Penguins jersey. I don't Crosby. My number two. The only the only jerseys I know are like the the heritage jerseys, like the Hispanic heritage for Vegas are sick. Those purple ones, you know. Oh, all right. I guess I could do it that way. Uh, I like if you're gonna give me a Crosby one, give me the throwback with the uh, the old the Yager penguin, that era penguin with a Crosby on it. Okay, eighty-seven. My uh, my number two star is a black Travis Konechny Philadelphia Flyers jersey. Ooh, that's a good one. That's right? a good one. I like that. All right, so my number two is um. The uh, the purple Kings jersey, Drew Doughty. I figured you were gonna go with that. You love the yeah. purple Kings jerseys, those purple jerseys are sick. 
My number one jersey, I think it's the number one jersey. I fucking love it, especially outside original six. Is Zuccarello, Minnesota Wild, the green and yellow ones. Oh, I think nice. Yeah. yeah. Nasty. So my number one is the red Florida Panthers. Give me the Matthew Kachuk for current. So I White. thought about that, but I don't really like the Panther jerseys. If they had like the old school Scott Mellonby Panther jersey, I'd get oh, it. Oh, like the Panther jumping? Yeah. Yeah. So I do have honorable mentions. I also have honorable mentions. Whoa, man. look at that. This is the first time ever. Yep, All right, so we'll go back and forth. You go one, I'll go one. Connor Bedard, white Blackhawks jersey. Oh, nice one. Uh, McDavid, the orange Oilers jersey. Okay. Okay. Um, Ryan Lindgren, the Rangers home blue. I have Lion Grindren. Lion Grindren also. Ryan Lindgren also. Oh, boy. But I have the uh, I have the uh, the blue uh, range. Is that the one you talk about? The diagonal yeah, range. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the home blue. Same, same jersey. Nice. And then I also have either Kachuk brother. Okay. And I have. And then I also have if the Flames had someone cool, I'd pick them. That's also what I had on here. Right. But there's no player on their team. Maybe a Cadre jersey. There's nobody on their team. Maybe Rasmus no. Anderson. You don't want to do AJ Greer. Um. <laughs> You mean lifelong Calgary Flames fan? AJ Greer went to all yep. the games at the Bell Center, right? Yep. Uh, I have Kale McCarr just because, yeah, he's so nasty. And I do like the Bigfoot jersey with that big foot. I like that one. Uh, and then my last one is the the Vegas Golden Knights, the purple uh, Hispanic Heritage one, that jersey, she, Shea Theodore. Wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that name. Oh, I, I just love Shea, Theodore. Shea Theodore's game. So. All right. Um, three oh. jerseys pass. Wait, you still? What were your international ones? Were they were they current or retired or what? I have three. Because um, Ked did international, I did NCAA. I did, okay, so international. Uh, Brian Leach USA jersey, nice one. I have uh, Henrik Lundqvist yellow Sweden jersey. Oh, I see what you did there. And a Matt Zuccarello. all your ranges internationally. And a Matt Zuccarello Norway jersey. Well, that was the other part of this. We couldn't pick Ked couldn't pick Rangers guys. I couldn't pick Bruins. So mine are, uh, I went Northeastern. I'm going uh, the Reds, the alternate third jersey. Give me. Uh, the red jerseys are fucking sick, dude. The new yeah, ones that they just come out with, those are nasty. So sick. Uh, I Yeah, in my blog I wrote, I was like, hey, Coach Carp, if you're reading this, I'll take a 28. Um, I put up, because uh, they've been on the podcast. I only did four. So sorry, Skylar, your, uh, your podcast hasn't been released yet. I went, uh, oh, no, yeah. I went uh, Meg Carter, Abby Marone, Taze Thompson, and then the premier power forward in women's hockey today, Katie Knoll. Yeah, I'd probably get a Katie Knoll jersey. Those are mine. Katie Knoll red jersey, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, past, past players now. Yep. I have honorable mentions for these as well. All right. Um, my third star, a Paul Korea white Anaheim Ducks jersey. Oh, I have or, Anaheim in my, or, in my honorable mentions. Or a Paul Korea University of Maine jersey. Those main jerseys are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my third one is Brendan Shanahan, Detroit white jersey. That's a good one, dude. That's you know a the really good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, my second one, you're going to appreciate this a Jerome McGinley red Calgary Flames jersey. As it should That's be, tough. Buddy. That's a tough he, fucking jersey. He's off. He, he's not on my list because he played for the Bruins. That was my, my rules I made for myself. My number two. Oh, actually, that was an honorable mention for me. My bad. I oh, fucked up. Right, I fucked right. up. A Wayne Gretzky white Liberty jersey. Oh, the Rangers one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So my number two is a Chicago Blackhawk red jersey, big buff. 
Oh, that's a cool jersey. Not many people probably have that. Jersey. That's a fucking throwback. Yeah. I mean, I like the Winnipeg one too, but I there's when they won the cup, he started showing up for games in like the red suits and stuff, and he was feeling it. And I just remember him in the red. Yeah. Uh, my number one jersey, and it's hard for me to put him on here because I've tried to get him on the podcast and he declined. Uh, uh Scott Mellenby, Florida Panthers. Oh, right yeah. Right. I thought we were close with him at one point. Yeah. Uh, his, his daughter follows us and shit. That's yeah. who I talked to. But yeah. You want to talk about tough? Here's my number one. For a team I fucking hate, but I loved him and they were okay in my mind at the time. Omos, Placanic, Montreal, Canadiens. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Give me the blue and white Toronto Maple Leaf, Wendell, Wendell Clark. Wendell Clark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a sick jersey, dude. Yeah. So sick. I think I think Missing Curfew came out with a Wendell Clark like uh highlight reel the other day, and it was like holy fuck, so still different. The best way I've ever heard Wendell Clark described was when he was a rookie. It was in the paper. I don't know if it was Kevin Paul DuPont, uh, former guest on the podcast. I don't remember if he wrote it or he put it in his Sunday notes, but they described him as imagine throwing a running chainsaw into a pile of stuffed animals. That's a sick That's note. the best description of him and his Can game. Can you imagine like walking around knowing that somebody described you that way? How cool that would be? If you're listening and you don't know who Wendell Clark is or haven't watched, it's worth a half hour on YouTube for sure. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. So who are um, your honorable mentions? Well, uh, Aginla. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Armir Yager Black Penguin jersey. Yep. And any uh, Jordan 2-2 jersey. Probably the Predators. Oh, yeah, the Nashville one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had for my honorable mentions, I had Getzlaff for Anaheim, mm-hmm. Niedermeyer for Anaheim, because I just love the way he played. I hate the Devils, but if I were to get a Niedermeyer jersey, it'd be a Devils Niedermeyer. Well, I don't, I don't like the Devils jerseys. That's why I went with the other. Unless you do the the green, white, and red one. That's fair. Those are fair. And then uh, my last one was uh, Stevie Y. Yeah. Not bad. Dude. Oh, and then my my college ones, uh, same deal. The uh, the Huskies red, uh, Brooke Hobson, Tessa Ward, Chloe Arard, and Alina Mueller. Those are my four. Figure you're gonna go with that one. Yeah. And I just have one other jersey I want to talk about. Do you remember the Eastern Conference, Western Conference jerseys back in the day when they were teal and purple? Yeah, 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 yeah. The teal Eastern Conference jersey was fucking sick. I'd get a leech jersey of those. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But that's what we have for the podcast. Hour 21 minutes. Um Jeez. live. Loud cup, dude. <laughs> yep. Um, loudcup.com. So yeah, these are they, are these not the best things for like hockey parents? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You're at the rink and you're drinking your whatever because it keeps it's in, it's it's uh, insulated, so it keeps it warm and cold. Yeah. So I can imagine some drunk hockey parent just blowing on that, just pissing everybody off. It'd probably mm-hmm. be me, realistically. Mm-hmm. But fair enough. I think we have Better than a cowbell, I'll tell you that. Um, Skyler Irving's podcast is live on our YouTube right now, so you want to check that out? Check it out. It'll yep. be released on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find your podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook, days. Twitter, Instagram. Instagram's blowing up, dude. Like, we're posting shit that get like eighty thousand likes like regularly. It's crazy, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. pretty fucking awesome. Did um, I tell you? Oh, I'll tell you. I had something. I got an email from Facebook. Weirdly, that it's probably a scam. Also, oh. uh, I was at work and I uh, people were asking me about like this podcast and shit. And I told my one buddy because he just started betting hockey. He's like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." And he went on. He's like, "Dude, I liked your post like a couple days ago." I thought that was kind of cool. So, oh, he didn't realize it was you. I had no idea. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So, um, yeah, that's what we have for the podcast. And Brownie, anything else? As always, God bless you, Jerome McGinley, wherever you are. My Christmas wish for you is that you come on the podcast sometime, big guy. 
And I also just want to talk about how the fact that we've done so many live podcasts, not one time we've said anything problematic. So stick taps for us. We're pretty yeah. good. Oh, wait, maybe we'll do loud cups for us. You totally, <laughs> totally jinxed us for a future, but it's fine. I feel good. Um, but thanks guys for tuning in. We will talk to you soon. Again, Skylar Irving's podcast is going to be out very soon and everybody enjoy your week. We will talk to you shortly. I want to get one last in. Love it. <laughs>